What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. The show sponsored by Gain and Trucking. You can always watch on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Call, text 402-464-5685. Mike Schaefer of 24-7 Sports is in the house this morning, as he is every Thursday. Hello, Schaefer. How are we doing? Do you, do you get... I don't know. Do you get angry? I always no, say I get angry. <laughs> I say I get. I don't know what about, but I get angry. We, we know Schaefer. I, I say two four seven sports. Uh, Ooh, people go. say it either way. Okay, I'm I'm good with it. Um, two four seven. What do you Brunch call? Brunch will it? admonish me if I say top two four seven instead of top twenty four seven. I think or top two hundred forty seven. Oh. Whatever the yeah. recruiting yeah. thing is of it. I don't know. I mean, I I've said it all the different ways. The the only sort of like pet peeve I have with it is when people put the slash in there between oh, yeah. the 24 and the 7. Oh. Because, like, the branding seems pretty obvious <laughs> to me. Right. But, uh, and then you'll see, like, professional journalists do it, and it's kind of like, you should know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> that journalists. Yeah. I don't know. It was like someone from the New York Times wrote a story once, and it's like, aren't you supposed to be... Don't we learn and we're, we hold you in high regard and your fact checkers like completely missed on this? There's wish, no slash. Come on. I wish, Jake, you don't admonish me enough. I don't get admonished enough. <laughs> <laughs> People well, don't. What do you want why to are you creating you your own game of whack-a-mole in which <laughs> yeah. you're the mole? People, I don't get admonished enough. <laughs> what, what would you like me to admonish you on? Give me some well, there's examples. There's a lot here. of things. Like I like earlier today, I 
said, Jake, don't interrupt me. <laughs> he did say that. And, and, I, and, I, and I, I, it's hard to be I, admonished then, when you're the one admonishing. Yeah. Then I interrupted. <laughs> yeah. I inter- I, but I interrupt him all the time. And I, and I had to. I and interrupted I had to. you then at that point after that. Yeah. If, if you think of it in a certain light, it's not interrupting. You're just guiding and shaping. <laughs> I just wish I was admonished more. Well, we can make that happen. It's not often that people <laughs> ask to be around me. I'll admonish yeah. you. <laughs> you know? It's not often that people ask for that in their lives, but here we are, apparently. You get admonished a lot. All the time, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> My life is that. <laughs> so you just do it and just roll it off the back. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even bother me. It's like, whatever. Yeah, sure. I've always been struck by that about Jake. Nothing, anyway. Nothing hey, uh, something um, Heyman said Mike would be interested in. He's, he just said it in passing, Rick Heyman. He said, I'm a vic- I'm of the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Are we all victims of the Kool-Aid a little bit? For for this specific year? Yeah, I guess, for the yeah. last? <laughs> it doesn't have to be this year, know, but we're, we're all victims of the Kool-Aid. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's fair. I, I also feel like I there was a lot of this early on after Frost was fired, and I'm not sure how you guys feel about it, but I there's always this sort of like, oh, well, you guys told us, you guys in the media yeah. told us that this team was going to be great. And I'm, I mean, I had six and six and the entire off season was mm-hmm. worried about the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Don't think they can stop the run. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't that, but well, but it, I was worried about the offensive line. We, we yeah. were worried about the stop on the run. They yeah. had three new defensive linemen. Yeah. I mean, the, the one thing I will say that I was completely and unequivocally wrong on is I thought the secondary talent wise was going to be strong enough to overcome the inexperience, mm-hmm. and that has not played out in no. that fashion. Part of that is no unit on the defense looks good, and when nobody looks good, everyone looks abysmal. Yeah. I would. I was dead wrong about the pass rush. I thought they were going to have a yep, pass same. rush. I, I, I thought for sure those guys would be effective. Yeah. But, and they, you know, a lot of it's been they haven't done well in first and second down, but it's not just that. They've had right. – opportunities been, yeah. they've had opportunities well, they can't get off the field on third and 14 sometimes right. i mean when that's a 50 50 proposition you might as well pack up yeah actually oh. they can't pack it up don't pack it up don't yeah, pack don't it up pack keep it playing up. keep eight, playing eight, eight, uh, eight keep games playing. left eight games left eight keep playing hard <laughs> right keep fighting eight games we're still but in september we're this is september part of it is that people make their own kool-aid i you know we're gonna go with the analogy i guess but, yeah go with it um when when you're over here watching the stuff that Nebraska puts out and you're talking yourself into specific players you've never seen play before and mm-hmm. and all of these things that you're you're building off of watching these like 30 second highlight clips or still Instagram photos of guys working out like this happens every off season people talk themselves into specific players mm-hmm. and then they have their own little like weird cheering section before they've ever played before yep. mm-hmm. and you know God help you if you're on Twitter and you don't include one of these players. Or You know, it's like uh, in the spring, there was this whole weird sort of subset of fan that was like, Logan Smothers is going to beat everybody out and win the gym. Like, when you do this mm-hmm. and you sort of just reinforce everything on itself, you're like making your own Kool-Aid that these guys yeah. are better than they actually are. Well, that's, I, listen, we, we listen to the coaches talk about certain players – in a favorable light. And what I always say is these coaches are, are just telling us why they think this is going to work. Yeah. And we're reporting it. And wh- we wh- don't get enough access 
to watch to tell you why these things may not may be. not work right exactly so and and i don't expect the coaches to go to the podium a- after a spring practice for instance and tell us why it's not going to work well their job is to reinforce <laughs> and to build confidence right so I, right. I you know like part of it when they're up there and they're talking about some of these guys is that they want to to build confidence in those players like if they did have a good practice but having one good practice on tuesday august 12th I don't know if that was an actual Tuesday or not, but, you know, having one good practice on August 12th doesn't set you up for success on October 2nd. Mm-hmm. First, this, this is the psychological discussion, right? I mean, people want to believe in yeah. the team. Yes. It's more fun that That's, that's right. fandom. I mean, right. you, you don't go into every year just saying, oh, this is going to suck. You, you tell yourself, right. you hey, don't, this you is know, they don't want to hear that from us. Like Kansas fans this year. You know, they went 3-9 last year. Now they're having a hell of a year at 4-0. They, they didn't go in there expecting to suck probably this year, right? They wanted, they wanted to have hope that things were going to be different, and so far that's turning out to be true. Mm-hmm. You don't enter this – you don't want to think that Nebraska's going to go 3-9 again. That's not fun. But can you, can you drink the Kool-Aid responsibly? And right. That is Responsible a good Kool-Aid consumption. Right. It's not like there wasn't at least some reasons to talk yourself into some things too. But I, I was immediately – of the mindset that, you know, six and six or seven and five would be a pretty impressive turnaround, mm-hmm. uh, given that they went three and nine last year. And that to me was probably their best roster that they had had up to that point. Yeah. So, um, trying to do the mental gymnastics of how they're going to be better while losing some of those key guys is part of the discussion. Um, but yeah, and, and really, and I, I say this, the difference between like three and nine and six and six is not right, not that big. Substantial. Uh-uh. I mean, the difference between one and eleven and four and eight is fairly substantial, and the difference between like ten and two and six and six is fairly substantial. But a lot of those are you're talking about seven to ten plays across the season that can dictate two to three games. Yeah, where we hey, I mean, one obvious, I guess is worth mentioning. Nobody would have guessed that the defense is struggling to this level as a whole, 100, no. 128th nationally. Right. Nobody I, nobody saw that coming, including the coaches in the system, in, in, at Nebraska. They didn't see it coming. Right. I, look. I don't think. They had improved in terms of points per game every year from 2017 through 2021 in terms of points per game allowed. Um, yardage was about the same the last couple years, I think. Small progress. Uh, but – I don't think, yeah. I mean, even the the most uh, skeptical, ardent detractor of Eric Shenander, and there was plenty of them, um, wouldn't have guessed it to be this bad. Could they have guessed that? You know, maybe they're at eighty fifth in the country yeah. through four games. Sure, but one twenty eight. The level of where they're at now is pretty. Well, start. we were talking earlier in the show that, you know, Nebraska's blitzes have just been so easy well, to they, stop. They send them from Raymond. Like, yeah. these guys are running 37 yards to get to the quarterback. Like, it's – That's part You of get it. caught in the wash pretty easily if you're not, you know, up near the line of scrimmage. Uh, it's not like they're tricky about it no, other than when they come off the corner. I no, mean, they're yeah. – about yeah, the only blitz that's all. been successful over the last five years feels like the cornerback blitz. Yeah, Jake, Jake and I were talking about that earlier. The blitz, his blitz package was very predictable. And yeah. you, you often saw, yeah, they come from a distance, they get picked up fairly easily. And there's, listen, you can, you guys watch more football than I do. I mean, you watch teams blitz sometimes that are pretty, it's pretty elaborate and they 
you, you can get caught. An offense can get caught off guard. It seems like Nebraska never catches anybody off guard. Right. Yeah. It's um, it doesn't feel particularly creative, and a lot of that though. Right. Well, it's not. A lot of that is what you have up front. If those guys aren't taking on multiple blockers, if if you know you only need one guy across for Ty Robinson, Colton Feast, and Oshawn and Garrett. Yeah, that inside linebacker. You know, like then sending a fifth guy doesn't matter because they got a fifth guy. Right. And chances are if they're keeping somebody in for protection. Six. It, they have, you know, six guys to your four, to your five, you know, so you're not. Or, it's, or if it's just six on six. Right. It seems like that's what's happening. And then you have less help in the back right. end and someone's right. getting picked apart. Right. Yeah, I mean, so as you go forward and they play Indiana on Saturday, and, and we ask defensively what can change the rest of the season. We know they, that Bill Bush wants to simplify some things, get these guys lined up correctly, which seems feet elementary. Set. Right? Feet set. Get feet uh, do, set. Do you think we'll, we will have, you know, it will be visible on Saturday, like, you know, changes that have been made defensively or, or you know, things that have been upgraded uh, or fixed? I don't know that it – I don't know to the, to the average football fan that you're going to look at it and see it remarkably different scheme or anything like that but could it look better if guys tackle better yes could it look better if guys finish a play better yes I mean if if you are a little bit more aggressive and your your front can create a little bit more pressure everything's going to look better because of it yeah whether there's a real difference or not is always sort of hard to discern to me yeah uh, especially when you're watching a game you know in the flow of things it's it's not like I, I don't have the mind where I can just sort of grease board it while I'm watching the game happen. I'm not Romo. I don't even really have the mind to grease board it when the game's over either. So yeah. I, I don't either. But I will tell you this. They're not going to make – they can't make wholesale changes yeah. in scheme. It's not, to, not enough time. There's not enough time. I mean, yeah. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Talking to some former players, I mean, what they can basically do is try to eliminate a few of the mistakes that they're making. I mean, so you want to be a little bit more solid in tackles. They're really emphasizing just fundamentals and just being in your spot. Gap. And, integrity. Uh, and, yep. And, and lane integrity and, and all yeah. of that stuff. So... Um, but yeah, it's going to take better individual performances too. Like Garrett Nelson needs to play better. O'Shawn Mathis needs to play better. Inside like, linebackers need to play better. Yeah, absolutely. A lot better. Um, and they need help. Like all of them need help. 
uh, up front, Ty Robinson and, and whoever is opposite of him have to like. If you want to talk about it, if guys can make a two level jump, if you get a two level jump in in your interior defensive line, it's going to help both your edge rushers and those inside linebackers. But uh, it that was a big area of concern, and and it feels like it's even bigger now that we're four games in. Yeah, I, I think there's been a lot of questions from people uh, in terms of how many guys are on the same page here? Because obviously now it makes sense if you're not on the same page with a coach gone and a, and a coordinator gone. But yesterday you, you, you hear from, from Mark Whipple saying it wouldn't matter if Nebraska slowed it down against Oklahoma where, where Mickey Joseph says we should have slowed things down. That's interesting, yeah. Are, is, can they get on the same page? Like how, how far off are we in terms of cohesiveness in the staff even? I guess it's sort of you'd have to to figure out what each means by what matters with that. I mean, Nebraska's probably not putting their defense in spots if they're in a little less tempo and Whipple might just simply be referring to the overall offensive success wasn't going to be high whether they went slow or fast when your offensive line is five turnstiles. So, mm-hmm. um, you yeah. know, it's a uh, I it, it might just be as simple as that. I, I I tend to think that they're sort of all going in the same direction. Um there might be some different ideas in exactly what it looks like when they're working in the same direction. But um, I, I guess I don't really think that it's, I I think it's still mostly cohesive over there right now. Like, I, I don't think we've seen, you know, 2017 is a pretty good example when you got into November of kind of a team that was indifferent and everyone knowing the writings on the wall, this thing's mm-hmm. over. Okay. I think because it mm-hmm. one in three, it doesn't look good, but if you can get a win against Indiana or a win against Rutgers or a win, you know, both, mm-hmm. then you're three and three. You can kind of turn this thing around. Yeah. Um. I. I just. I don't think we've had 2017 Minnesota moment yet. I guess is what I'm sort of getting at. Where ah. that that kind of felt like the backbreaking. Like this is just not. They're no, not pulling out. I agree with you. I'm, Oklahoma, I'm with you there, though. Yeah. Oklahoma was well, that wasn't good. Right. Was not good at all. There was some, next week. And if Brent Venables was not, uh, you know, such a gentleman, that could have been a seventy to fourteen. Right. That's why I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. We haven't had the Minnesota moment, but it was. There were some things in that game that looked a little bit like that, like sure. like the pursuit on the sixty-one yard. Oh yeah. On the sixty-one yard touchdown the run third by down Dylan play. Gabriel. Yeah. It didn't. The pursuit wasn't what you'd want. Yeah. Now I will say. This is a time in which, you know, you think to yourself with the transfer portal, these guys aren't going to care. You're going to have people, and there's already a term for it, quiet portaling. That quiet kind of thing. portal. Ooh, I like that. Um, Interesting. Quiet I I kind of go the other way a little bit because if you're someone who wants to transfer and you have eight games left and you're just loafing on the field, like this is a time, if 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 you think about it from a personal standpoint, if you want to look good for future places or if you want to go to – like, you really need to dedicate yourself to making these next eight games. One would think. You know, one sort of think. a resume for you. One would think. Wait a second, though. I want to get back to quiet portaling. What is quiet portaling? You're familiar with quiet quitting? Oh, God. Um, no. I mean, I guess. So, quiet quitting is this uh, – what is that idea that has spouted up over the last year or so post COVID uh, that employees aren't quitting their jobs necessarily, but they're putting in less effort coming out of the pandemic because of everything that sort of happened there. Um, and so you're getting less overall production in, you know, I've, I've witnessed quiet quitting. 
I mean, the, I the thing about quiet quitting is, to me, it, it was before, like 22-year-old Mike Schaefer knew all about quiet quitting. <laughs> Mike Schaefer as an intern was probably a pretty good quiet quitter. Mike but, Schaefer with a mortgage, however, yeah, might can't be, be a little different. Quitter, right, yeah, right. Um, what about quiet portaling? And so the idea is that, you know, guys are, are going to go through the motions, but eventually they're going to go into the portal anyways. Oh. But the I, to me, like, if you have film of you and you're loafing down the field on a Dylan Gabriel touchdown run, like guys are going to notice that. Yeah. Like, they're, you know, it, is it going to get you removed from every list? No. But is it going to take you out from some teams? Sure. So if this is like a, you know, this is an every man for himself, then you should be really focused on trying to make yourself look good. It's so, very so, yeah, you, you'd be in favor then, I guess, uh, of what happened the other day. Hank Bachmeyer, the Boise State quarterback, he, he started for four seasons. And after four games of this year, he says, I'm leaving. I'm going to go enter the portal so I can have two years somewhere else. Well, I didn't hear Schaefer say be well, in favor but, of that. But, but the thing is, he's not going to be loafing. He's not playing. He's just Well, done. yeah, I mean, I guess he's done. If if you're sort of making that decision now to protect whatever eligibility you have, I guess that kind of makes sense. Okay. But that's not quiet. Portland. If you're that's, if you're in the middle of this Portland. season, like if it's, if it's Nebraska Purdue and it's West Lafayette and Charlie Jones is going in for his third touchdown, and some defensive back is basically just giving up on the play and then leaves, mm -hmm. and that film is out there, that's like, quiet Portland. Yeah, I mean that that's what it means to me. Well, yeah, and what it means to me is isn't it? It could mean this. Well, I guess this is what you're saying, that that person knows he's going in the portal. Right. So they're not. He's not in the portal like Hank Bachmeyer. Right. right. But he knows he's, it's an eventuality, right? Mm -hmm. Stops playing so he can get ready for next year already. Or just knows he's going, so what's the point, you know? Well, this season's over. He's right. done for this football season. Well, he's not done. He's still playing, but not, he's playing with the idea he's going to the portal. I don't know no, the same page. Bachmeyer's done. Yeah, well, Bachmeyer. I, I, you guys Bachmeyer. are like, it's a who's yeah, on first. I was talking about Bachmeyer right. here. Yeah, it's a who's it's on first. Bachmeyer. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You need to admonish me. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, <laughs> hey, before we get to break, Schaefer. What the hell, Jake? Uh, help us out in this one. We've, we've been confused all week regarding. That's, that's not a surprise. <laughs> re regarding <laughs> this. And it's probably just, again, trying to get fans to bet on it but is there any reason why nebraska should be a favorite in this game nebraska as of right now yeah is indiana's still, not good but nebraska's one and three nebraska's a five and a half sure. point favorite i we don't get it still indiana's not good but neither is nebraska yeah i mean look i vegas basically was saying neither of these teams are good nebraska's playing at home preseason we thought nebraska was better so talent wise we think nebraska is better there hasn't been any sort of injury that removes any of the, you know, if Casey Thompson wasn't playing, this would flip things. Like, I I sort of view it as, okay, they, they don't regard Indiana that highly. Neither do I. I didn't going into the season. I thought this would be a win before the season. I still think this can be a win. Like, I'm predicting this to be a win. Are you? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I like Vegas's job is to entice action on either side of the number. Right? That's so, the thing you always have to remember. I mean, they're they're just trying to hedge bets and not lose a bunch of money. I don't think they look at it like, oh, we're gonna troll a bunch of Nebraska fans and make Nebraska the favorite. No, I mean no. they're they've assessed this as more often than not in their simulations, fifty four percent of the time Nebraska's walking out with a win. I I don't understand there has been a lot of like people that seem confused by the concept that a bad football team can win a football game. 
I mean, it happens yeah, every it's, week it's, in college It's one football. thing to win it. It's another thing to be favored to win the game. Like, they're expecting it. But That's they, what we're They were like a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and then some money came in on Nebraska, and it's now climbed up a little bit. But, I mean, you've seen this Indiana team play Illinois. Like, they're not anything they impressive. No. Yeah, they, yes, I'm familiar <laughs> they won the game. They're not. So this this is a winnable game for Nebraska. You, you know how they win? We, 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 you know, you know what's going to happen. Anthony Grant's got to run for a lot of yards, and Irvin probably run for a lot of yards. They're going to try. Gabe it. Irvin. I mean, this is. I, isn't I think Mickey, Nebraska will come out and play hard. Isn't that what Mickey's suggesting essentially in saying we're going to slow it down? That means we're going to run it. Could be. And you can run it against Indiana. I, you should be able to. I think part of it is that Indiana goes at such a frenetic pace, and Nebraska can't try to match that, or their right. defense is just going to be absolutely worthless by the middle of the third quarter. I think you're going to see a lot of Anthony Grant. I think he could get 150, 150 in this game, Anthony Grant. And I think you could see Irvin get 60 again. You think a heavy rush attack? we might see some Ramir Johnson now. Yeah, we might see some Ramir Johnson now. Some jockey ant? A little jockey ant maybe. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think that's what we're lo- what we're talking about here. Yeah. I do. Now, the offensive line, yeah. It's, it, it is what it is right now. Well, right? They, but they've showed at times they can run block. Yeah. And, 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 and you've agreed, Jake, that Anthony Grant sh- shows off and he doesn't need a lot of blocking. No, he, he gets through some Yeah, some he makes some things happen. happen. So, okay, if you, were, if you were doing this from the Vegas perspective, how many times out of ten do you think Nebraska wins the game on Saturday? Oh, good question. I, at home? Yeah. <clears throat> Everything you know about this team four, right now. Four. So you think so you're Indiana at 40%. Be so Indiana yeah. should be favored then. Yeah, I think Indiana should. I, I mean, I don't know if they should be favored. I'm, I'm picking them I, to win. I'm it's going two different s- things. I'd go straight five, <clears throat> five at the moment. Schaefer said something critical that you have to understand about lines. They're trying to get money on both sides. Yeah, okay? they want that perfect middle. It doesn't mean they necessarily think Nebraska is going to win by six points or win. In, I mean, they're trying to attract Well, money open at two and a half, which is basically a, a you know, pick. Which just pick means the money sucks. came in on Nebraska by a field goal, and then eventually it. Got to about what five and a half, six? I think it's up. Yeah, to. It, was, it was six and a half. Now it's five and a half. It so does feel like a pick'em game. To it me. Does, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. feel like I, a pick'em. I think Nebraska's going to come out and play well. I have a weird irrational confidence here. The last time I sort of had this feeling, they went to East Lansing and should have won that football game, and I felt very good about Nebraska in that one. Well, a lot of people had that feeling going into Oklahoma and got duped that they were going to win. Oh, I had I had Oklahoma thirty eight thirteen. My regret oh, was I didn't I didn't go high enough on that. I I, I feel pretty good I about it. I was like, good oh, day. they're gonna they're gonna come out and score right away. Emotion's gonna be high, mm. and then emotion fades, and you have to rely on what you can do. And they aren't good you, enough. You on called it. it. I thought it was gonna be close. Dean Blevins, you know who Dean Blevins is the the sports anchor in Oklahoma mm-hmm. City used to play for Oklahoma. He he came up to me before the game. Was like, I think Nebraska's gonna win. I think Nebraska's going to There win. was a weird amount well, of confidence in I Nebraska. I don't know that, that Oklahoma's fans or their press thought that they were a world-beating they team. They didn't. They didn't. And so then they kick the crap out of Nebraska, and the version of them that's probably more real shows up against Kansas State the next week. Yep. Yep. Indeed. If you have any questions for Mike Schaefer, please call or text 464-5685. More Coolio sent us to break. R.I.P. <laughs> So glad to hear it's 